Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to Kill Tony here at Death Squad. Don't forget to go to DeathSquad.tv and click on our tour dates. This is the brand new tour date calendar. You see all the shows that Death Squad is doing, including next week in Florida. Me and Sam Tripley are going down to Tampa on Friday, August 8th at the Crowbar. August 9th, we'll be in Jacksonville at Underbelly. And August 10th, Orlando at Will's Pub. All the tickets can be found at DeathSquad.tv. Just click on tour dates. And just added, Santa Barbara, Velvet Jones, me, Ryan Sickler, and Sam Tripoli are going to be there August 16th, 7 p.m. Go there. And don't forget, if you want to find out all the information on everything, DeathSquad.tv is where to go, including our store, which has T-shirts, hoodies, hats, posters, stickers, everything. So check it out. And don't forget to check out Tony Hinchcliffe's website, TonyHinchcliffe.com. All right, here's a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, this is Red Band coming to you live from the Road Famous Comedy Store for a brand new episode of Kill Tony Volume 2. Get up, though, Tony! It's Fuck yeah, everybody. Hi, everyone. Wow, how exciting. Holy moly, this is like a real thing going on. I came in extra early today to test it out. I came in early last week, and I, you know what? I think I'm coming in early from now on. It's giving me a heart attack when I see you coming around. Cause I'm Hi, like, everybody. Look at this cool crowd we have. It's a bunch of pretty people and... And, uh, and and these guys over here, <laughs> see that, everybody? <laughs> Jokes are already happening. Wow. Um, fuck yeah. Comedians up top. Good to see you guys. This is fun. This is episode 59 is of it? Kill Tony. 59. Yes. 59 episodes. Wow. Very, very fun. It's been a crazy week in comedy since I last saw you. Yeah. We've been going up a lot. We had a fun 4th of July weekend. Yeah. Independence Day. And uh, Opie and Anthony. Right? Yeah, that's what I've been dealing with. I, I've just been uh, glued to that the whole week, and I'm a big fan of Opie and Anthony. I don't know if you guys heard uh, all the shit that went down over the weekend. Uh, it's very Ant- interesting. Like, Ant- if, 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 who doesn't know by round of applause? All right, so the, this amazing radio duo uh, has a straight guy, Opie, and the funny man, Anthony. And uh, Jim and Norton's on the show, also uh, a, a hilarious classic comedian. competitor to Howard Stern and other, you know, comedy radio. Anyway, Bobby Bob, Anthony's taking a picture in Central Park, right? Uh, yeah, he was in the middle on the streets downtown New York, and, and he, he was got, taking pictures at like three in the morning. And, and a got, woman just dressed up in a miniskirt, you know, probably street meat, but who knows? Uh, he took a photo of her, and she got pissed, and so she just charged him and. Started attacking him, punching him in the face. And then he tweeted that... He just tweeted a bunch of stuff. Uh, some of it's considered racist to a lot of people, uh, including Sirius, who uh, fired him. Oh, and yeah, so- that's right. That's the crazy twist. Is yeah. they, they, the show's canceled. Well, it's not canceled. They, they fired him. So now... They own the show, so they can do anything they want with I, it. They can do whatever. I don't know. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, fuck yeah, everybody. Um, you know, I, th- I think, uh, what I found interesting, I'm actually, I want to talk to our guests about this now that I think about it. So we'll bring this back up in a second. Okay. You know what I'm excited about? Comic-Con coming up at the end of July, everybody. Kill Tony live from San Diego's Comic-Con, everyone. So for those of you listening in San Diego, uh, if you're a, uh, a comic of any kind and you're interested in uh, trying out a minute on Kill Tony at Comic-Con, yeah. you could, you'll be able to sign up that night, right before the show. Right. 
And uh, what's cool is that there's a lot of clubs down in San Diego. You know, you got the Comedy Store in La Jolla. You got the American Comedy Club. You got the one that's down the street, Madhouse. Madhouse. And there's a huge community down there that doesn't really always mix with the L.A. people. So they might not know this show very well. So if there's people in L.A. that are going to be down there for Comic-Con, you know, this is going to be an interesting change. It's going to be a fun uh, mix because we had a blast when we were at the La Jolla Comedy Store for Kill Tony, which was crazy. But combining Comic-Con, San Diego, and this, I must say, it's an amazing show. Uh, so when we combine all those things, yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're also going to have Thunder Pussy in a comedy show. But uh, there's a new ske- uh, tour schedule for uh, all the Death Squad shows uh, at DeathSquad.tv now. So it has all the information there. So all that information's out. You know what we get to do now? Hmm. Bring out our head of security for tonight's show, everybody. Listen to that light golf clap. Uh, we were able to, uh, okay, I guess Josh is just bringing, come on, uh, Josh Martin, everybody, the producer of the show, has the comedic timing of a fucking uh, suicide bomber. Um, really just, uh, what were you going to do, run him out the whole way? Really, what did you think he was, did you just think you were leaving him up in the green room in that suit? You, so you were just going to strand him there. While you came and fixed the mic, you were just going to leave this little... Gu- I almost gave it away. Our patriot and head of security this week is the first ever Guatemalan patriot, everybody. It's Kenny Lyon, everyone. Suited up. All right, it's the dizzy patriot, everybody. Obviously, a very he came in spinning around in circles. Ponytail tucked in. This is your first time ever uh, being the Patriot. Is that right, Kenny? That is correct. Fuck yeah. Anything you want to say to the people? It's an honor to be here. Protecting everyone. Just want to say something. Go right ahead. (laughs) If anyone decides to get out of hand, I brought my lasers. Not only is he the Guatemalan patriot, he's also the extremely stoned patriot. Uh, so I'm really glad that he's going to be daydreaming next to the stage, keeping us all safe. I love it. Um, Kenny's one of the cooler, positive, very stoned, hippie, young comics uh, on the scene. He actually, when he's not protecting us as the Guatemalan patriot, he actually runs one of the goofiest open mics I've ever done in my entire life. I did it a few weeks ago. Uh, just because he invited me, and I like Kenny, he says, I'm doing a, an open mic at a pizza shack at Santa Monica and Highland. I go looking for this place, and it's literally a little tiny shack that only serves outdoor pizza. And he's in the parking lot of a plaza with two karaoke machines hooked up to one mic. So it's like surround sound uh, in the parking lot of a pizza place. There was eight chairs set up. And just in the, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it's on a handicapped spot, correct? Yes, okay. And it was just unbelievable. I'm telling you, it's got the show, it's got the That's hipness and goofiness to actually blow up. Like, people thought I was kidding. I'm like, this show can be fucking huge in a few months if you keep doing it. How often do you do that show? This Friday, 7 11. Pizza chat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you you posted something? If, uh, do you do it every ago? Friday? No, it's a once a month show. 
I think you should do it every Friday from now on so that maybe it can gain traction because once a month's not going to cut it. I'm you, sorry. I you posted you something a couple weeks ago or so that, that, that something famous about that parking lot. That it was like in a movie or something like that. It used to be an El Pollo Loco. Or it, do you remember what it was? Yes, Red Band. I was uh, doing my daily, my daily smoking weed and watching Big Lebowski. You do that daily? <laughs> the Big Lebowski? That's what? correct. Oh, my God. It's filmed in that parking lot, a scene. It's almost like maybe if you didn't smoke pot once, you'd remember what the Big Lebowski was like the next day, and you wouldn't have to rewatch it every day. That I see. That's an interesting routine. Fuck yeah, most people brush their teeth. Kenny Lyon watches the Big Lebowski. Put your hands together for me. He's our patriot keeping us safe. I'm so excited about our two guests tonight, everybody. They are return guests. Both of them have been on an episode before, and they're two of my favorite people, two of uh, the funniest people out there, and two of my really good friends. Put your hands together for the great Eric Griffin and Moshe Kesher, everybody. Moshe Kesher, Eric Griffin. It's going to be so much fun. Welcome back. So good to have you guys. Oh, thanks. Two funny pals. What's happening? Moshe, you're all over my Netflix. Every time I log in, it's recommending me so hard. That's dope. You're all over my U-porn right now. So <laughs> <laughs> that's some fun with that. Is yeah, that because he did a U-porn? Or yeah. you would <laughs> he's a member. like me. I feel like you could. Joe Rogan calls me super twink. <laughs> <laughs> super twink is just like a child, right? I think it's a... Boyish, bony looking. Uh, Th- that's a regular twink, but a super twink is just like a nine year old boy. I think so. That's sweet. Yeah. We'll have to check Urban Dictionary for that. Uh, you think the Urban Dictionary has a phrase for a sexualized nine year old boy? Probably. In the hood, you know how we fuck nine year old boys. <laughs> super twink. <laughs> <laughs> And Eric, uh, workaholics, and uh, we just shot a fun sketch together uh, last week. Nothing from these people. It's all right. No, no. Eric fuck and I, all of you. Eric fuck all have, of you. Eric and I have this crazy problem when we're when we're near each other. We just uh, go off on. The, we just start writing uh, yeah. sketch videos that we never end up shooting. I know, and they're hilarious. <laughs> but if our ideas were, uh, if we if we ever made any of our ideas, we would have. We would, be be, we would be viral. So just putting that just out there. You just got to take my word for it. This is like a word In tube. six months, we're going to get it together. Just watch. <laughs> he won't even have time. It'll be called Kill Bob because <laughs> he can't do this anymore. <laughs> Who's we, the Bob? We, I don't know. It'll be somebody. Bob Saget, maybe. Bob Saget's going to take over for Kill Tony. Yeah. It's like, I'm I, down on my luck, man. <laughs> I guess what we need is, Eric, we need one of those people, that, like those court reporters. Yeah, types. stenographer just with, like right here. They're just, <laughs> just continuously... Well, I don't know why we wouldn't just use our phones and record. I don't want to be archaic with our technology, but... Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... Moshe. Tony. What do you think about the Guatemalan Patriot? Well, I, no offense, but isn't he like a crazy downgrade from the last dude when I was here? Because <laughs> not, not, not spiritually, although... Or yeah, the costume, right? The costume is yeah, straight this up... This is like underoos now compared to... <laughs> You, get, you guys were both uh, on the show when the actual first Iron Patriot yeah, was yeah, on that I mean, great. your lasers are straight up nightlights <laughs> for where I want to take a piss at 2 in the morning. It's actually all upgrades. He can now sit down. He could do a lot of things like jumping and running. Where, so, what happened to the other dude? Uh, he went crazy. He was just an old model. <laughs> he went crazy? Yeah. The guy that had a $16,000 Iron Man suit? <laughs> <laughs> that guy went crazy? That is so hard to believe. 
I don't think he finished the payments on that suit, actually. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Um, yeah, it is a bit of a downgrade, one could say, from appearance alone. Uh, but the yeah. personalities, we rotate in a new Patriot each week now. Uh, so we've gotten a vast array of different personalities and this and that. Not quite the uh, structure that it once was. Kenny almost fills out that uh, pajama top. <laughs> Kenny, do you use this as a credit when you go on the road? <laughs> as seen in the underoos at the comedy oh, store? I, I, I love sad Iron Man. He went, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like a frown instead of a... Uh, <laughs> how do you get the helmet to frown? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, I'm excited to have you guys, and uh, comedians have signed up for the opportunity to do a minute. Oh, yeah, Kenny, do you have any questions for our guests? How do I get booked? That's a good question. How that did you get booked for this gig? I don't know, man. That okay, was a- so my question is, uh, the speaker is near your genital area? Is that how that works? That is correct. Oh, <laughs> This is crazy. <laughs> This that would be great. Someone's trying to blow you, and you're just like harder, <laughs> and it's right there, a little bit more to the left. <laughs> this Iron Man suit is like if Tony Stark was on government assistance. That <laughs> is, it's all Amazon. Oh, that's Prime. a great new show, Project Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stark, one of the featured thousand heirs of the United States. <laughs> we had to start someplace. So, uh, how do you get booked? Is your question. That's a pretty... That is correct. For what? For real shows. Well, what do you oh, mean? Oh, wait a second. Hey, hold on a second here. Wow. Shots son fired, a, you Tony. son of a bitch. That's exactly what the old... That's exactly hey, what the first Patriot this did. This is streaming He used this live. as a launching pad. And that guy went from 4,000 Twitter followers to almost... To Bellevue. Two, He's 2, in Bellevue now. That's a mental hospital in New York, guys. Am I going to get more Twitter followers from this? Is that what's promised? Yeah. Yeah. Tony has a a Twitter promise. I get water and like two or three hundred more or just actually two or three? I I guarantee one. (laughs) (laughs) It's Iron Man. (laughs) Fuck yeah. So you guys know how it works. You guys have both been on, so you know the deal. Comedians and new people. Comedians come on and do a minute of stage time. Then we talk to them about life and their comedy and what they look like. At the end of the minute, you know your minute's up when you hear the sound of a kitty. You can barely hear it. It's such a tiny little baby kitty. Did you guys hear it? It sounds like this. Okay. I see what's happening here. Is that like a super twink? (laughs) That's like a female super twink. And then you know you, you got to wrap it up when you hear that cat. It's a, it's a lesson for all of comedy. You can't run the light or else you're going to bring out the angry West Hollywood bear. <laughs> and then you're going to bring out Diplo right at the end. <laughs> right. That's, uh, that, that sounds like a 1989 sound effect from a rap song. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop, there it is. <laughs> um, fuck yeah. So uh, you don't want to bring out that bear. And our podcast listeners who complain every week that the bear is too loud and they had to rip their headphones out. Um, really? You don't want to make them mad, yeah. They, yeah. There's a thing because it's, it's loud. Here's a here's a fu- here's a funny thing. As the listener, you should also learn the thing. If you hear the little cute kit, and you're like, well, maybe I should turn down my little volume a little, or unplug my little. Wow, it's a lot of work to listen <laughs> to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real Good tactile grief. experience. Change your tampon. <laughs> oh. 
I'm going for a jog, but I'm going to turn my volume down. <laughs> um, so, fuck yeah. Don't run the light, people. You guys ready? Episode 59 of Kill Tony. I'm so excited. I'm so excited because I know we love comedy. <laughs> Your first comedian tonight. Oh, this is an interesting one. Uh, she's known for... Uh, at times, going into depressing subject, and uh, <laughs> and uh, sometimes when keeping it real goes wrong, is uh, Sarah talks about real life stuff sometimes that scares the hell out of people. But she's back, and her name is Sarah Kenny. Everybody. Oh shit! Wow, Sarah, Mister Spot. So that means she just got Kenny blacklisted. Fuck that hoe. <laughs> There you go. Well, he just had his moment, huh? <laughs> Got to laugh. And and Kenny, that is how you get booked. <laughs> exactly. That's one of the best. Uh, that's it's one of the fun traditions of the Patriot is they all have a different sound effect. It used to be pew 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 pew, <laughs> but it's just obviously it's evolved into fuck that hoe. Um, your next comedian is David Neeker. Is it working? There it is. is it working? David Niker. Uh, I just I went to Salt Lake City not too long ago, and I went to visit the Mormon temple. They don't let you into the temple, but they let you into this congregational building. We walked in. Over every doorway, there's a six-pointed star. I'm Jewish. My name's David. That's my star. So I said to the Mormon lady, hey, what's going on with the six-pointed star? She said, oh, that's the star of Jubilee. Hey, you can't just put Belie on the end of it and pretend we're not going to notice. What's she going to do next? Show me a Muslim flag? Oh, that's the, that's the Mormon flag of Allah. You guys are terrific. <laughs> that was it. There you go. Right. 52 you. seconds of thunder and lightning. David Meeker. <laughs> That's cool. You did exactly a minute, so you planned out that part where the mic didn't work for the first ten <laughs> seconds. That's good timing. They say yeah. comedy is timing. You got that was great. I thought I heard the kitty. Heck yeah. What? I thought I heard the kitty. Oh, first of all, hearing a man of your uh, size say the word kitty is entertaining. <laughs> adorable. As fuck. It's adorable. Uh, I thought I heard the kitty. Oh, it's a kitty. You can see David. He's got quite the build. Something very professional wrestler esque almost. Uh, um, yeah, you don't look like you visited Salt Lake. You look like you founded it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Comedy. Definitely a lot of salt in that diet. Um, <laughs> Sodium! <laughs> fuck yeah, David. That was the chroma jeans. I thought that was a good setup. You got me on the second one with the Muhammad. Mm-hmm. I laughed. So. Did you really go to Salt Lake City? Yeah. What else did you see there? What's that place like? It's sort of crazy. It's uh, everybody sort of dressed like uh, J.C. Penny catalog, khakis, plaid shirt tucked in, hair parted on the side. What were you doing there? Uh, Scaring Salt people? Yeah. <laughs> no, Salt Lake City Comedy Carnival, which was a festival uh, that I got selected to do. It was a lot of fun, actually. You definitely um, look like the kind of person that would work at a festival. I don't know if a comedy <laughs> festival is the festival that I 
that you look like you would be at, but like the parking lot of a jam band concert is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, or like, uh, hey, step right up to the crazy five minute freak show of death. We got an alligator lady and like all that stuff. I I like how the the top is different from the bottom. It feels like you're missing like a Russian hat or something to well, to I finish am, that off. Is yeah, that, I am Russian. Oh, we'll see. Oh wow. So, yeah. Look at me. Oh yeah, you got yeah, I like your look, man. I do. I, <laughs> well, yeah. It's cool. It's just I, I always say that. That's how I look. No, but I always say that to somebody that's twice my size with a beard. <laughs> that terrifying. <laughs> I think you're a great looking. You're a great guy. <laughs> it's just how I look, and uh, I just look like this. Well, you didn't always look like that. Well, uh, I didn't always have the beard. Right. I, the beard is lovely. It is truly. Uh, it's, it it seems like it's rough. Tony can't grow any hair yet. So it's true. <laughs> I only grow it on He's one. Really side jealous. Of my face. <laughs> I only Everybody grow hair on me. one side of my face. Puberty <laughs> was good to me, but it's not. You know, it's not like it's an accomplishment. You, I, I will give you a note on your on your comedy. Uh, I feel like you're more confident now and engaging now than you were in the middle in the joke. I feel like you should be twice as engaging when you're performing as when you're in the middle of a conversation. So you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I felt like when you told me that the Jew believe thing, I almost didn't hear you. So I felt like I want like I was taking too much time. I think I was felt a little rushed there. Um, well, this is a tough situation, you know. For everybody else that's about to come up, you know, try to get that nervousness out of the way before you get up here. You you took the bullet. The mic didn't work, right. but you know you still got us to laugh. So just in the future. You know, I like the se- the punchline too. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was funny. So come but, with it. But early. yeah, for everybody else that's coming up, like if you're nervous, like don't fucking bring that bullshit to the stage. You know what I mean? <laughs> we can't deal with your fucking nerves up here. Okay, it's do or die, you piece of shit. <laughs> so, so just chill out and do have a good time. How Careers the- have been made on Kill Tony. How were the audiences in Salt Lake City? What was that like? It Judgy. was pretty good. There, I guess it was sort of an alternative comedy festival. It wasn't the like I, t- hey, I was talking okay, about Eric. the local <laughs> club, which I think is called Wise Guys. Uh-huh. And for the local club, you have to be able to do an hour of G-rated, like nine-year-olds in the audience material. Ugh. Oh yeah, yeah super so super twink was, material. So this was sort of the alternative, a festival set up for the alternative to that, and it was just regular funny comedy. Right. Yeah. Uh, it you was know, a good time. You know who he reminds me of? Remember that toy that had the magnet? He had like a big red nose, and he had the magnet. He <laughs> made the beard. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Wow, you have a good look. look. That. <laughs> Thank you. Are you a, are you a, like a motorcycle person? Uh, I actually am. Yeah. Um, but I haven't ridden in a while. I got in an accident. I've been staying off for a while. All right. Look, don't bring. I just want to point out that we're dressed the same. What the yeah. fuck's going <laughs> on? Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you ride a motorcycle? Yeah, we're like the dance crew right here. <laughs> what does that mean? You guys are dressed. Next like, guy. You That's look, uh, you look like <laughs> You look like more the kind of guy that would ride in a sidecar of a motorcycle. (laughs) But a really little one. (laughs) The (laughs) co-pilot. With super twink driving, right? Fuck yeah. You guys both wear shirts that uh, easily hide spilled ketchup. So <laughs> I know And look like you eat french fries quite a bit. I so do. That's a, lucky, I mean, that's a lucky break. Every shirt I have has a stain on it. Do you have that problem? It just gets probably trapped in the beard. That's what the beard's for. Yeah, Yeah. it's just like a little (laughs) built-in bib. It's my food catcher. (laughs) (laughs) All right, David. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much. much. Fun times. Thank you. Salt Lake City. Sarah Kenny just moved to the front seat after somebody. Did somebody tell you that you were blacklisted? (laughs) 
You weren't just blacklisted. Word you were travels. You bl- blacklisted yes. with extreme prejudice. Yeah. There was misogyny involved. Iron Man got real hood at the end. I made three stops to find his hands on. Oh, that is. Hey. Is that true? Oh. Well. In in honor in honor of uh, oh god in honor of Eric's shirt, uh, <laughs> then uh, we'll talk about on, a stain. <laughs> come, come on up and do a minute, but but in honor of you being on your period, you're only gonna get uh, forty seconds instead of one minute. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead, Sarah Kenny on her period, everybody. <laughs> Fuck yeah, from rags to riches, she's back on the show. <laughs> She's been red listed, everybody. Come on, I can do this. Hey, Sarah Kenny, everybody. I'm sorry, Sarah. She's just looking for spotting. <laughs> so um, we decided to have an intervention for this friend of mine, and uh, I was pretty nervous because I never did anything like that before. Um, but it didn't go at all how we planned. She ended up convincing all of us to try coke. <laughs> and I guess what I learned is that interventions are pretty fun, and I would probably do another one given the opportunity. Um, I was at a coffee shop, and the guy next to me asked if I'd keep an eye on his laptop while he went to the bathroom. I guess he thought I looked honest. But then, like, I had to mess with him a little bit. Like, while he was in there, I got on his computer, and I updated his web browser. And when he got back, he had no idea how safely he was using the Internet. Um, You guys can probably tell from my accent that I'm vegan. Um, I'm not super strict, though. Like, sometimes I'll let myself have, like, a little kitten. There you yeah. go. There's the cue. Oh, she nailed it. Oh, wow! Speaking Powerful. of timing, that was okay. She brought she brought it. Sarah Kenny, everybody, even fitting in a kitty at the end. <laughs> wow, man, you're, you should you should do more stand up when you're iron deficient. Uh... <laughs> Don't say that around Iron Man over there. He'll scream <laughs> fuck that hoe again. <laughs> Oh, shit. Some kind of shimmy from the <laughs> Patriots. Some kind of very awkward shimmy. Um, Sarah, that was so fun. What was the uh, beginning part about again? The there's intervention. Oh, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Uh, there's there's <laughs> probably more uh, to add on to that with the fact that, uh, you know, I mean, it, I just felt like you were already in and there's, you know, you know, your friend's probably going to die, but, you know. Yeah, but we all had a good time. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. And well, It wasn't real. It well, re- <laughs> well, sorry. I, I can appreciate what you're trying to do with your material. It's kind of alty-ish, you know, like oh. misdirection type there of thing. Go. No, I'm just... <laughs> 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 I, I appreciate that, but I just think that, you know, that, like... I know you only do in a minute, but that first one could have gone a little longer. You could have embellished on that a little bit more. But I like your direction that you're going in. I see what you're trying to do. But sell it. Like, believe it. Don't yeah. make it. It kind of felt like you were just like, you know, <laughs> right? You know, and it's like part of, part, of the, part of the alt thing would be to, like, like, you really believe what you're about to say. Yeah. And that's what makes it funny when you say, like, I went to an, you, you really went to an intervention. It has to come across like that. Yeah. So it's like performance is important. So just keep Commit that in mind. That's what I think about it. Yeah, no, I, I actually agree. Uh, I thought that the first punchline was funny. It, it was a good – it's a one-liner. Yeah. And then the second thing, it, it wanted a, an act out of you acting like you were on coke. Being doing saying some coke shit, okay, and, and, or okay. Ju- or just dropping it and just doing a one liner, like it one it go one way or the other. Well, what you guess. were trying to do is say like I love cocaine, I'm addicted to it, I want to do it, it's really fun. But you, what you did said was like I think I'll try it again, and like I wanted, you know what I mean. The second joke yeah. I didn't actually underst- 
understand it. Maybe that's my fault because everybody laughed and. Uh, the laptop. Yeah, I, like, didn't, I didn't get it. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, at first I had a version of that joke where I like actually fucked with something on his computer in a bad way, but then I thought, what if I just updated the safety features and like so now? But see, that's like that's what I'm browser. saying. That's like a performance thing. That's like a very alty like. Uh, oh. Hey, uh, you, you know what I mean? No, well, and no. I think that, that I was with her on that. I, I she actually, just didn't sell it. A lot, interesting. Maybe I'm, I, I, I must be wrong because everybody laughed, but I think it would have been better for you to say, uh, to tell, I mean, updated the browser to me doesn't say I downloaded Norton antivirus software. Or, you know what I mean? Or, yeah, no, or, I mean, it's just. It's a maybe I'm wrong. I, I get that it's a misdirection. <laughs> no, if you're going to mess with somebody's computer, you mess with it to go to right, a porno, to porno side. side. Or no, She's I like, no, it. I fixed it. That was the joke. The joke was that she didn't go the mainstream way. That's the joke of it. Yeah, maybe this is how I feel about alternate comedy. Uh, anyway, this is like how I feel when I'm listening to it too. You know, I go, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> you know, why is that funny to people? And but well, yeah. I get it. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. Why is that guy's <laughs> Why is that guy's career going better than mine? Like <laughs> well, it's complicated. Most of them aren't, though. No, you're right. I no, would I never say that. With you. <laughs> We've been having this argument since the day we met, basically. Yeah. Which is that club comedy is as bad as alternative comedy. <laughs> bad comedy is bad comedy. Right. Good comedy is good comedy. It just it doesn't dep- it doesn't matter what package it's in. I mean, there's shitty comics that are at the Laugh Factory, and there's terrible comics that are at Meltdown, and it's all just the same. I agree completely. I agree as well. <laughs> but what I'm telling you is that she was trying to be alty and didn't sell it well enough. Right, maybe like that has to do with your persona. You know, you have to really be like, you know, it's like Stephen Wright or something. You know, he just says things in a monotone way, but you got where he was coming from. I didn't get where you were coming from. You wanted okay. that to just be funny on its own, and I and I fixed his computer, and we're supposed to go, oh, I got it. You know, <laughs> you didn't do that, but I get where you're well, going with it, and she keep working on it. So my okay, my opinion is that specificity is funny. It, it's uh, the more specific, the more funny it is. And so how safely he was browsing isn't as specific as he had no he had no idea that he now has 64 gigabytes of clean RAM or whatever yeah, thing yeah. that is specific. Yeah, yeah, put some details. Yeah. I gotcha. I'm a computer nerd. Yeah, I, can I do like that. that. <laughs> that you cleared his cache and, you know. But it's funny you said that about the porn because the first time I told that joke, that's what I said, that I like... Well, I'm a mainstream ...navigated comic. to a porn <laughs> site and like cranked yeah. up the and volume. And I respect that. And I got no laughs. <laughs> I go for the easy laughs. No, I think that's a good instinct, actually, is to s- take your material and say, okay, well, what's an even m- m- more interesting twist that I can put on this than the yeah. thing that somebody's thinking? Yeah. Right, and that's what, and I'm saying, you could have done that if you you did you just didn't sell it well enough. And I agree with him. Some specifics really really set that off. But you're going in the right direction. I give her an endorsement. <laughs> Fuck yeah, the uh, the the style of Sarah Kenny, everybody. She's on Twitter at s Kenny Comedy. She's s on period Kenny. at right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, just letting it all flow, Sarah Kenny. Um, very excited. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Kenny, uh, you're Guatemalan. Um, have you ever been with a girl while she was on her period? Would that no, be like? But I have taken a girl's virginity. Uh, it's a blood joke, guys. <laughs> is what he's trying to do. Yep. The blood for blood thing. I would have gone salsa, you know, since he's from. Okay, I would like that. Yeah. 
All right, nobody got that one. <laughs> I think they got it. They didn't want it. You know, it's so gross. You think about. All right, let's move on. Because it's chunky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to say the word chunky. I'm do glad you, guys, you did though. Do you guys remember if when you were on last, did I ever ask you if there was something that you did and when you first started comedy that you regret or that you're embarrassed about? Did I ask you that? I started asking that around episode. I don't know, thirty something. I don't know. I, I, I remember so my first. Not. I think one of my first. Th- my first joke I ever wrote was about having a big nose, but I remember right, doing this other joke about Superman, you know. And I see, I'm sure half the comics in here probably had the same joke, you know. It's like, you know, I have my glasses, so I'd be like, you know, Clark Kent, you know, look at me, I'm Clark Kent. Now I'm Superman, you know. <laughs> Put my glasses back on. I'm Clark Kent again, you know. Oh wow. Yeah, that was. That is embarrassing. Yeah, when I look back on it now, I'm like, ah, you know. There's certain top. You know what? I tell you, in this day and age, the internet. Especially Twitter makes topics hacky fast. You know, it just makes it like, okay, you can't talk about that anymore because everybody's talking about it. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just got to be aware of that kind of like, you know, you just got to be aware of stuff. There's certain topics you just never can talk about. Like, I don't want to hear anyone ever talking about the side effects of medication. Like, that's one of those that like, if, this if you have a joke like that, go kill yourself right now. <laughs> Don't ever do that joke on stage, ever. So tear that out of your book, because that's just one of those ones that you just go, all right, that's done. No one's ever going to talk about that. Right. Like strip club voice, that kind of thing. Oh, that drives me crazy. That's the worst. Oh, my God. Have you ever read, uh, have you ever read like Andy? Kill yourself. You ever Sorry. read Andy Kindler's Hack Handbook? Oh, I got to get that. It's online. You can Anybody can read it. Just Andy Kindler's The Hack's Handbook. And you read it, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then invariably, you get to something you do. You you're go, like, fuck you, Andy Kindler. Suck right. my dick. You don't know shit. You fucking hack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is hack. This whole hack. Being hack is hack. So, you know. I used to do a thing where I would act super like hip hop on stage and like oh. and like it would like like I thought that my look kind of belied you know the, it was a because I grew up sort of you know I was an African American teenager right, right. and so then uh, all right and then uh, and then I I I, I, reali- I had an, uh, the opposite of my identity crisis I figured out I was white but then I like weirdly psychologically brought it back to to armor myself with it mm-hmm. uh, when I started comedy mm-hmm. so I would do this thing where I looked like kind of a geek but I uh, but I was doing this like kind of hip hop slang stuff. And I, I now realize it was mostly a defense mechanism. It was mostly right. like, well, let me put a thing between my personality and the, the audience so that yeah. nobody can get to me or whatever. But, yeah. you know, but, but these days, it's just like, I'm feeling it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I see what happens. Yeah. But now you could do that <laughs> now it's at an alt show, and it yeah, would be yeah, like, yeah. oh, he's doing a hip-hop character. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, we get away it. with murder, man. <laughs> <laughs> in what's because it's comfortable environment, you know. I love it. I know some people. I know some people like still that actually, and I won't name any names, but I know some people that have gotten successful, uh, and they blatantly have that shield, and and uh, <laughs> now they have to stick with it, you know. Uh-huh, like right. they 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 got success while being a hip hoppy white guy who's not really like that off stage he's not like yo what up man but he sort of is on stage and uh now he's stuck doing that forever and it's yeah. not even him that's gonna yeah. suck no i tell you what's not cute is a 35 year old comedian like trying to act hip hip hop you know what i mean like right. i'm still at it what's up what's <laughs> up beastie boys everybody's like no you're two decades <laughs> too late <laughs> 
Yo, what are you talking yo, about, yo, Moshe? What are you talking about, boy? Where the, where the ladies at? Where, where are my public enemy at? fans at? Oh, they don't exist okay. anymore. First of all, this is the widest shit ever. <laughs> like, well, that's the point. Is this your hip-hop? Because this that's, is that's some a, corny that's ass the white shit. That's, a, so that's the point. That's the point. That's the joke we were making. No, because <laughs> white, well, pe- well, white people, we're doing Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah, that was the exact thing we were doing. No, because there's a hey, where's all my uh, black homies at? like that it's oh like, ugh. <laughs> 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 that was I, I doubled up on that one that was overkill i said black and homies it was that i went like way over the it, top isn't that what anthony tweeted yeah same shit because <laughs> <laughs> apparently only a white guy can assault you on the street and then and you could talk about it because if somebody else of color attacks you on the street and you tweet about it you're a racist so i what? think that's dumb just oh, to wait. go back to that issue. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh I, I see. I oh, I see. I see. But, yeah, he, so but he then called black people animals. I think that was more the problem people had with it. I think he, ca- I think he t- was calling that woman an animal. Yeah, he, he, he said these people, so he couldn't have been uh, talking. Unless he had a weird no, psychedelic experience where she became I think a people group. Nitp- I think people are <laughs> nitpicking the guy's words. It's I think true. It, like if, you, if you had to ask him, I think you know when you're upset and you, and you say these people, you don't mean all people. Well, what he was referring to is that that uh, that woman the was there, and then some other black guys watched, uh, w- like sat around and watched them, and instead of helping them. But then he said, "We've people. really come a long way from the civil rights movement." I'm, I look, I'm not saying he should have been fired. I'm just saying it wasn't like. What are you saying, Moshe? I'm just saying it wasn't like he was being like, "Oh, oh, it could have been interpreted as a race." It was definitely racist. But if if you. If you were listening to the whole backstory of it, I think everyone knows what kind of racist he is. He's very, like, jokingly about it, and he's not very serious about it. He's talking about, like, certain issues in New York that's going on with violence in the black it, community. I don't think he was trying to be funny, and I, 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 I think that, uh, that, it, that, it, uh, that it's hard. I'll tell you, because, I mean, I used to get beat up by black people. And and here I'll we go. You, it is really <laughs> that's hard. as shocking as the guy with the Iron Man costume going crazy. <laughs> it's really hard to uh, to not seem racist after you got beat up by a black guy. That's but my that, point. That's why I feel about it. Like you know, it is because you're going. What are you, you supposed know, to say? But you right. would never. Okay, I hear you, and and everybody is is this is everybody's response. Everybody has their own response to anger, and you never are yeah. pretty when you're angry. But if a white dude beat you up, it's not very difficult for you to not be racist towards white people. I would say that he was an animal. Right. That's my point. Yeah. He could have said the exact same thing. These people, then you would refer to, you'd been like, well, does he mean street people or people on the street? Like, if they were all white, he could have used the exact same wording. Right. My, that's my point. So yeah. because he didn't use the, you know, because it was people of color, then all of a sudden it becomes racist. And it's like... I find what? that nonsense. Man, what do you know about this issue? <laughs> anyway, back to me and my opinions on the black community, what it's like. No, I'm just telling you. here. He, he's doing Tony. his character right now. See, that was the hip-hop persona. Yeah, Savage Is that more genuine? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Thank you very much. That means a lot to me. I've, I've never even list, thought of savages as, as a negative or a racist term. I always, like, you know, especially when you work with yeah, people, I you, call people savages as, as an awesome thing. Like, that dude's you could be a, a You could be an awesome lovemaker, and they say he's a savage. Yeah, but yeah. context is absolutely everything. 
everything. Yeah, if I saw you do a kickflip and I was like, dog, you're a savage, that would feel very different than if I ran up to a group of black so, dudes so in how South about, Central and was like, what's up, you bunch of savages? So, what so do you how, think, how about getting you think beat they'd up? They'd be like, hey, he must think I'm dope. Yeah, <laughs> he must think, he, how does he know I if, skateboard? If a white guy did the exact same thing and you called him, wouldn't you call him a savage also? But don't you know that there's a historical context for the term no, savage? A lot of people don't know that I did. had no idea. I learned it. I don't know if I'm you're thinking about though. historical context when you're getting your ass beat yeah. by but a hooker. But he wasn't. He, was, he had time. To, and look, I'm I, you. I don't want to go on the record because I don't think the dude, I don't think anybody should get fired for things that they say, especially a shock jock who's yeah. right. known for yeah. being shocking. Yeah, it's like, fuck them for thinking, all of a sudden now being like, hey, this guy. All right, I, th- I found a, a link to the, to the tweets so we can read them and then we can, maybe we can, we can decide if they sound racist or just like a guy going through a process talking about how s- cool Savage is uh, where he was hanging out with. Before we hit the tweets, I just want to say that Kill Tony supports all black people and Anthony Kumia from the Opie and Anthony show. Yeah. This message brought to you by El Pollo Loco, bringing the heat one Serrano pepper at a time. And if you... If you Sponsorship, sponsor, huh? Yeah. Wow. And if you look That's up when the, you know your podcast has made it. <laughs> if, get, speaking of black people, we we're sponsored by chicken. You know what I mean? support everybody. Thanks, Tony. That was real smooth. <laughs> they, uh, Speaking of the savages. <laughs> because they, they, it gets crazy. This is at in- El Pollo Loco. This is interesting. This is interesting how every tweet is like, to me, and I'm a liberal, I know that I know who I am. I know that I always am more likely to... Jew. I'm a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one that did a joke about your big nose. You might be Jewish, too. But but it is weirdly like almost totally racist, and then back off every single tweet. So okay, so should I read them all? Yes, mind you, he just got punched in the face and he didn't punch back. Right. Okay. And he had a gun. Well, on because him. if he would have punched the girl back, it would have been all about that. After that, it would have been like, oh, you yeah. hit a girl. Oh. oh, and you're racist, and it's like, oh my god. So there's what are you some, supposed to do. There's some stuff where black stuff doesn't really come up. He calls her a cunt and a dirty, filthy pig. And uh, and then he says she punched me five more times. She's lucky I was a white legal gun owner, or she'd be dead. Then five uh, that okay. Then five blacks started giving me shit. I told them to back the fuck off. This wasn't their show. The cunt punched me again. Seems white boys don't hit back. Lucky savage. I wish a cop was around. Oh blah blah blah. They aren't people. That's one tweet. They aren't people. Uh, I'm fucking wait, 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 wait. These aren't people are not connected to hey, hey, people. Li- it could hey, be a bunch hey. of white people again. But see, these are you're looking into this because the person's black. Well, he has brought up her race multiple times in this Twitter thing already. And, and the race of the other people. So I'm just saying, like, there's no way he didn't know, like, maybe this will be, maybe this could be conflated to the, w- me talking about What was the tweet the race. before they aren't people? Uh, wish a cop was around, although she said she'd tell them I sexually harassed her. Lying cunt. I hope she gets shot in her ass fuck face. Oh. Ah. oh, getting a good laugh. That's at least that's so important. This is not only a person that's beating him up, but also saying if he calls the police, he'll say that he tried to rape her. Nobody thinks she's awesome. Nobody's yeah, like she's but, a great person. But you're defending really, really. No, I'm not. No, he's not this defending is, it. I'm he's not defending anything. Vague, vague racism at best. Okay, well, l- let's keep yeah. going. Very uh, liberal media right now. <laughs> there isn't a li- media. There's just what he no, said. No, you're being the liberal media right no, now. No, I'm how not they look saying anything. Things. I'm just reading it and listening to what people I think. Understand. People think here. If uh, he had said you, if he had said this black bitch hit right. me, if this bl- right. the, all black people been okay in the world that. are animals, that's what would be bad. Okay. All right. All right. So all right. So then they aren't people. I'm fucking livid. If I was an illegal savage, I'd have shot her. 
The, uh, the violence in her was so predictable. I hope she gets killed. It's a jungle out in, their, in our cities after midnight. Violent savages own the streets. They all come to defend this pig. I had to yell at them like dogs. Did you get any photos of her? Yup. Animal, pig, cunt, fuck, bitch. Uh, Why would you get hit for no reason? Reason? I was white. Savage, violent animals prey on white people. Easy target. This cunt had no clue how lucky she was. She belittled... She belted me ten times. I had a gun. Um, a animal. The cunt kept walking into my arm. I hope a homeboy beats her to death. Um, no, an animal bitch used its instinctual violence on me. Uh, um, uh, we just lost El Pollo Loco. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a, I just got the text but from it, El Pollo oh, Loco. That's so, what I have them in my phone as. Okay, so the last two <laughs> tweets. The last two tweets. The switch to violence is immediate. No discussion, just violence. What? When will that be addressed? Oh, right. Never. Slavery did it. Oh, okay. There's a deep-seated problem with violence in the black community. To try to address it, you'll be exiled to Racistville, but it's real. Peace out, y'all. He didn't say the last part. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think... Uh, See, I... I, I, I if you've tough. listened to the show, you've heard all this before. This is about a thousand episodes before. Sirius Radio had no problem giving him a check every, for, for saying the exact same shit on radio. Mm-hmm. And like we, we talked about this today on Joe Rogan Podcast. He's the one that brought that point up. But if you were to take all his tweets, sit him down in front of a microphone, and he would have said it the exact same way he's done it every single time before, he would still have a job. There would be no problem about this because how he is explaining it sounds horrible in 140 characters. You know what's interesting also is that had it been a guy, he would have fought back. And he would have had an outlet. And that outlet is... Oh, and he wouldn't have tweeted it, you're saying. Right, exactly. That's interesting. No, I mean, had it been a guy, they would have fought and he would have had an outlet for it. When you get... Well, he probably would have pulled out his gun and then that would have been another situation. Right, exactly. Uh, it's interesting, but though, he still wouldn't have been. Pull out a gun on I, I think people. either way, he still has you know, his job. We already have a precedent for that. I think that Twitter is used at times nowadays as can, a can device to let your anger out and get and get comfort oh, yeah. from the people. Yeah, white people just don't. I'm not saying don't be racist. Just don't do it on media so that everybody can see you do it. Why do people? No, no, but he, that's his job. I hear you, but it's not. That. But I'm, what I'm saying is this: him being a racist on the radio and being a racist as a person. It's, and him being mad at this, what happened to him, they're not mutually you exclusive. You can say it. Say the N-word. No, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck. It's not mutually exclusive. So what I'm saying is like his, you know, his track record of being a racist, because he probably has a little bit of that in him. Just from the – after you read the tweets, I was like, well, yeah, he's a veil racist a little bit, all right? It's okay. You know, it, it, we live in a country where if you don't like people, you, you can express that, all right? But at the same time, what happened to him is also not okay, you know. And and if he could be angry about that, all he wants, and he could say the things he said all he wants because that's how he felt about it. And if you take away the the language of savage and jungle and all that stuff, and you put in you know smarter alti words, this the message is still clear. There's problems with violence on the street. There's problems in low income communities. There's pro- you know all these kind of topics. If you want to wrap it up and make it sound nice, sound nice, fine. But you know it's still it is what it is. Yeah, we, no. ju- we just got El Pollo Loco back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> El Pollo Loco. And damn, I need some chicken right now. El Pollo Loco. If you want to make it sound nice, come have some chicken. We are bringing the wow, heat. Wow, that was a racist little. Uh... Oh, I I am an avowed racist. Oh, did I not make that clear? 
I'm just also very sensitive to it on social media. Speaking All right, sorry. Of, let's get back. Let's get some more comics. Speaking up of here. races, <laughs> uh, there's many different this races. This just got crushingly unfunny. <laughs> people, I picked the next name, and it's Cheryl Luder. Cheryl, Cheryl Luder. Cheryl. Cheryl Luder. I'm excited. What's up, you guys? Um, I have been unemployed so long. I've given up looking for jobs and started looking for dates. You know, just so I can see what it feels like to work again. Um, An unemployed woman is actually the perfect date. You know, she has low expectations and high appreciation. Dinner and a movie, and I feel totally spoiled. All that food and shelter. It's awesome. Um, sometimes, though, I don't feel like I'm on a date with a guy. I feel more like I'm on a play date with his penis. You know, you have to keep it constantly entertained. You're always cleaning up after it. And you just hope and pray that it goes down for a nap when you want it to. Um, quickly, while we're on the subject, some advice. Blowjobs, it's time to have a new word. Like, it has the word job in it. When you're making 76 cents on the dollar, the last thing you want to do is go back to work again, okay? It's 2014, get some creative marketing. You'd be getting more head than you knew what to do with if you just called it anti-aging throat <laughs> So close. So close. close. (laughs) Fucking buried a cow during that. Did you hear that? Wait, what was it? Anti-aging? Anti-aging throat moisturizer. Oh, okay. Oh. Get on board. Um, The blowjob joke is probably like the oldest joke that everyone's ever done before ever taking the job part out of and going, oh, it's a job making a job joke. I've heard, I know two comics that have that same joke. You've had two comics. I've had I've had both like, of them. What is that? <laughs> Giving blowjobs to both. <laughs> um, I will say this. Um, I think that what you're trying to do, like, I get it. <laughs> no, no, for real. It's like an alternate. No, 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 no. Thing, it's not. Like no, shut up. No, for real. What you didn't do is you didn't sell it. You know, like you don't believe the things that you're saying. Like you don't, you didn't put anything behind it. Like I get that you you wanted to come up and you know, the joke is, well, you know, I don't have a job, so I'm going to start dating. Like so, that's like a layered joke. That's about like you know, women don't have to work. We just need a man. Okay, that's the, that was the point of that, right? Um, no. Well, then, then you really, then, then my point is this: then okay. you really haven't expressed what you're trying to say, okay. and it's hard because in this environment, after we just had this like heated discussion about racism, then you got to come up and be bubbly, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? And so, yeah, like, and your accent was so strongly white that it felt like you were being more racist than Anthony. Y- yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. The, fir- was, the first few syllables are like. You see, and, even and, now, and, and, I think that's racist. Are you doing a bit right now? Because so, we just discussed this problem in society. So I just. I think that if you like, you know, come like figure out who you are, and if you can like come up hmm. and just like That's do a that. So, so cause, yeah, well, it's hard. It's the hardest thing to do. Like, yeah. if everybody could do stand-up comedy, you know, everybody would be. There's only like two or three percent of all the comics in the world that are probably actually working. The rest of them are like, you know, tragic open micers. You know, you know what I mean? Trapped so, in an Iron Man costume. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so this is. It's not for everyone. You know, this is a. Uh, like like playing the piano, you have to practice every single day. You know, it's an art form that you have to really practice. So I wouldn't go away from what you're trying to do, but you need to express what you're trying to do. Like, then what was the point of that joke? If you're saying, I, I don't have a job, so I'm going to start dating, what was the point of that then? 
And to, and for, to you. How long have you been doing stand-up? Well, can, I wanted, can she answer that? Almost three years. Almost three years? How often do you do spots? Oh, talking any, to the mic. Any, any, any of it. Um, I go up at least three times a week. Mm-hmm. For three years, pretty steadily. Um, I had a chunk of time out of there that was not steady at all. Huh. I still want to know what the point of that joke was. <laughs> In your opinion. I just have a lot of free time and see, I'm depressed. And I need see, this, this to is my point. My mood elevated. You guys can all learn from something right here. Most of you don't know what your jokes are about. How can you come on stage and say something and you don't know what the point is? Because check it out. How the fuck are we supposed to know the point of your joke if you don't even know the point of your joke? <laughs> What's the sound effect really necessary right now? <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, like, that's really, like, I think, and that is goes for professionals. <laughs> that goes for professional people. Most people don't know what their jokes are about. They think because they say words that that's what the joke's about, especially buzzwords like rape or yeah. racism or something. They go, well, that's a rape joke. No, it's probably not. It's probably about a monkey that did whatever. I don't know. I'm just saying, you, if you don't know what your joke's about, then what are you, what are you saying it you're, for? You're so right, too. We have this all the time that happens where people come up and you're like, really like, wait, they're just kind of talking about something vaguely. Yeah. It's, there's no wrap around there's no story to it that actually gets to a point that we go oh like but it's just kind of like but i mean babbling wor- words are visual you know you don't have to say a lot of words just know what you're talking about like you can bring images to people's face like if i say the words bloody stool you know i mean that's a, a clear visual is in your head you yeah know? it's a british dude describing a chair <laughs> <laughs> alternative what do you mean <laughs> that that you're so alty. <laughs> my point, you see, but my, my I'm point I'm sorry, is I should be a mainstream comic and just fuck the stool. Yeah. <laughs> At least people would be laughing. <laughs> you guys are out of here. This is the funniest fucking comedy. Well, we've ever. literally been having this oh, yeah, conversation this is our whole so friendship. This is our fifth podcast especially, talking about the difference. Especially yeah. since, in my opinion, as a guy that knows both of you, I look at both of you like right in the middle of both of those things. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I know think what you're that. Saying. So it's funny. It, I know what you're saying. It's, it's funny for saying. me to see you guys both like. What? Can I just, wait, can I just say this? All, you know, what people think alternate comedy now, it's not, this, it's not really what it is anymore. I, I have a new definition of this. Well, I'm glad you're here. Really, right. it's really I'll, it's I'll, about, let, I'll let my people know. It's really about <laughs> intelligence. It's really about the use of vocabulary. It's really about, like, mo- a lot of the people are very educated. They've had college degrees. They, they, they are professional writers. And that is expressed in their material and how they perform their material. And that's really what it's turned into now. I mean, the nerds have hijacked that. And I don't think it's a bad thing, you know, because people come up and we don't, a lot of people started comedy, they didn't go to college, or they think, oh, I'm going to make it now, and I don't need to get educated. And, you know, the people that are educated, they're the ones running the business. So it doesn't mean... Yeah, I, I, again, I you know gotta disagree with you. <laughs> I mean, like, Dennis Miller is the most verbose. Yeah, but that was like you talking uh, about thirty years ago. Uh, now I'm talking about people. I'm talking about right now. I'm it's not, just a vocabulary thing. No, no, no. I'm saying that that's just part of it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying being having a, a rich vocabulary, uh, well, the, being educated, being well read. Be, I think all is, those things. The good alternative comedics now. That's part of what they have. The and truth is, there's important. no there's no such thing as alternative comedy or mainstream comedy. There's just comedy. 
And some of it looks bad. Ba- oh, that's the that's the hacky answer. Uh, <laughs> but you're the hack. Such a Why hacky you answer. <laughs> you're the mainstream <laughs> hack. A, How are you gonna? That's such a mainstream answer. Yeah. Jumps. No, you're the mainstream yeah. guy. That's like you doing. Can we all just get along? What are you, no, the Rodney King of fucking? But it's the truth. <laughs> it's like Rick Glassman go, pretty much only does clubs. And if somebody looked at him who didn't know him out of context, be like, look at this alt comic here. Oh, and he's then, super alty. What are you I, talking about? All he does is clubs. So what does that mean? I mean, there is something. There is abstract comedy, which I think is true. Like Rick Glassman does Very it, abstract. Brent Weinbach, Reggie Watts. These are people that do yeah, weird yeah. comedy, which is a whole different thing, because there's nothing weird about what Patton Oswalt oh, does. Right. It's pretty much just comedy. But again, you're mentioning people from that started the movement, as opposed to what I'm saying is happening now. I totally have to pee. No, 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 no. Go Stay pee. right where you are. We're still in the middle of discussing you your pee. bit. You no, I'm just pee. kidding. Go, go, you go. inspired this discussion. She just keep pee. at it. Let's do another one, right? Yeah, what, yeah, is, yeah. what is she going to do if she ever has a seven-minute <laughs> spot? <laughs> <laughs> pee ahead of time and get a tampon. Oh, yeah. callback. I'm surprised she has to pee since she just shit on stage. Hello! Um, man. I'm sorry, but she wasn't in the room to hear that, so it doesn't matter. Boo. I don't feel Can I have bad. your water? Can I have that water? Yeah. Thank you. I mean, yeah, uh, that is, one is this live? Are people actually listening? Not right now. Oh, right, I was going to say, I want one. somebody to this tweet at me. This one's going through quite the editing process. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's do another one. Your next comedian goes by the name Frankie Wayne. Was that Master Puppets into Mega Man? <laughs> uh, Frankie, you just that got that blacklisted. Oh, that sucks. I mean, people are signing up and not staying around. That That's some... See, that's some Kenny, Hollywood shit. Well, no, because everybody that signed up tonight was an alternative comic, and they're afraid of you now. <laughs> no, Frankie's on his period. <laughs> ah! Call back! <laughs> Come on. Who's with me? Kenny, what do you got? Frankie Wayne just got Anybody? blacklisted. Fuck that faggot. Oh, oh, my God. Jesus. Oh, Come on, wow. man. Oh, I'm just waiting for Kenny. the N-bomb. Please send an N-bomb. <laughs> Kenny, that's not how you book things, Kenny. Yeah, that is not how you get booked. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kenny. Here on... Actually, wait. If we're doing a comedy discussion, I think faggot is a great example of a word. This is very interesting. When I started comedy... Faggot was a word that could get you a laugh almost automatically. It was like a comedy buzzword. You'd say it, especially in alternative rooms. It would get a laugh. If it was done ironically, people would go, ha, ha, ha. And then slowly over time, I started to notice that the world evolved. It has nothing to do with comedy, to where it was an unacceptable word. And you could feel the shift. I always say it was good for the world, bad for comedy. You know, like, because I've excised that word from my act altogether. Mm-hmm. For, and for good reason. I think the world is a better place for it. But I think that's, right. a, that's an interesting example. That word n- doesn't work on stage anymore. So Ho, unfortunately, still does. <laughs> eyes, on the, eyes on the prize. But, that, yeah. that, but it works in my head, but there's no way he could tell that my head's laughing. Yeah, <laughs> your throat moisturizer is laughing. Because when I heard it, I laughed still, just because he said it and how he said it. But I, everything's yeah. context, yeah. you know. He had a ridiculous outfit on in a ridiculous environment, and he said that we laugh. I don't think anything's off limits. No, I don't. It's not off limits. A, the, a master comedian can do can say whatever they want at any time. I'm just saying, in general, there are certain words that have a lot more power than other words I agree. on stage. And that is beca- has become one of them since I started doing comedy. Well, I think as we all people talk about these kind of things, and they're in the the black and white, and comedy's in the gray area, and that's you know political correctness is not in the gray area. It's either this or that, and I think that's what's wrong with 
society when they watch comedy. But what's right with Black Sheep? You can get with this, you can get with that. Nothing. Thank you. An applause break, but not one laugh. That's amazing. That's a new one. But that's all you really want as an alternate. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want laughs. You want people to go, that was brilliant, Moshe. (laughs) I want to scream the word callback every time I do one so that the audience knows. (laughs) Yeah, but they thought that was funny. No, it was funny. Put your hands Call up back. for your next comedian. <laughs> he goes by the name of Jonathan Tumblin. He's here, Jonathan Tumblin. Yeah, black comic up in this bitch. Finally. <laughs> I'm just glad he didn't get blacklisted. Uh-oh. Can we fix this shit? Here. Thank you, Eric. Um, guys, um, I went home to visit. I'm from the South. I was in Atlanta recently. And I'm out here in L.A. doing comedy and things of that nature. And uh, my friends, they decided to show me a good time. So uh, the check came around. And my boy, he got kind of pissed at me. And he was like, hey, man, uh, what the fuck is gratuity and how many did you have? Like, is that shit good? Yeah, like, I was like, it's, y'all don't know what gratuity is either. I'm, okay. <laughs> um, being in the stuff, like a lot of my friends, like they're not as... Uh, articulate as I may be. Uh, and I told, my, I told one of my friends who was coming out to visit, and he was like, I, he was like what is there to do? I said, like, we can go to the mall, go to the beach, we can go for a hike. And he was like, nah, nigga, I ain't trying to go to jail. You out there hiking computers and shit? All right, <laughs> that's it. That's my time. Oh. Fuck yeah. 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 I forgot hike even meant to steal something. <laughs> Yeah, I've never heard that. Well, I, I remember when I was on the streets, and I knew that. And they would be, Whatever, they would Tony, be, they would hike you and beat you up. Yeah. Um, well, one, I'll say, good for you for coming to this type of show and this type of environment and trying to be yourself. I think that's good. But again, this is all just about nervousness and like, you know, trying to be yourself. Because I think that if you were in a different environment, you would have sold all that with more, well, the more umph. No, no, but that's more reason to. More reason to, to say something even about it, yeah. you know? Like, listen, if you have something on your mind or if you feel the crowd is feeling a certain way, I'd say the best way to get past that is to just say it. It really takes, you know what I mean? Like yeah, If no, you feel like sure. everybody's uncomfortable and you go, wow, this room's uncomfortable, even, even that kind of makes people go, yeah, we were uncomfortable, and the next thing you know, they're, like, with you. you right. Know? Oh, how about a black dude starts talking about racism now or something, you know, something, yeah, some, I mean, some, some Yeah, just something, just read the situation and comment yeah. on it because then you didn't give – your best performance, worried about these motherfuckers, and fuck them. Who cares what these people think? You know what I mean? Just do your thing. How do you, you know? feel about the Anthony thing? What would you do if a white woman hit you in the face? Uh, I'd probably have sex with her. Uh, <laughs> well done. <laughs> Forceful well sex. See? That's perfect. <laughs> that was your natural inclination to, I like, fuck white women. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and you went right with it. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's like you. Now you're being yourself, you know? You're comfortable. But like I'm saying... You were uncomfortable, and I just think that, you know, and you got your end bomb. Are you oh, happy yeah, yeah, about yeah. that? That was, that was great. No, I, I would say my, my only critique would be, uh, I mean, you were nervous, and you're new, and that's fine. I think there's, there are jokes, and they, they, they work. My, my, my two critiques, well, first of all, you did the same joke structurally twice. I have a friend who misunderstood a fancy word and didn't understand what it meant. So I would say tell one or the other in a set, and then the first one, I wanted a gr- I wanted an act out again uh, from the, your friend. You know, I wanted to know or uh, some setup for why. You know what I mean? Because I knew what you were saying. I knew that the and the joke is funny, but you know, I think it'd be funny if you had some dude that really didn't was looking at the check like what the what the fuck you know and did a full act out you know or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Why yeah. does he have to do an act out? What's that? Why can't he just use his words? He can. I'm just saying they didn't. It didn't. Oh, because he's a black comic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that why he? Yeah. Had to be also, an, he's got to be animated. Right. Also, <laughs> I, 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 also, he I really, can't just be smart. He can't do that. Yeah, I really wanted to see you have a, a towel also around your shoulders so that you could dab the sweat. Just like a very, I wanted to see you come out to a DJ. You know what I mean? I wanted you to be like, "What's up? Oh. What's happening, everybody?" Play the same song. Yeah, like in, here's uh, all the racism that's uh, coming out, right. everybody. Here it is. Right. I wanted you to say, "Praise God." at the end of your set. Like, I wanted a lot. No, no I was, all I was saying was an actor. Yeah. I said that to a white comic mm-hmm. earlier. Oh, get out of here. It's different, though. <laughs> Watch, I'm going to get fired from Sirius. I don't even have a job there. That'd be great. You got a letter. You are no longer working. I'm not but I you. don't work for you. But for public relations, they have to fire you. But I like the hike. I like the hike joke. I thought that was funny. I liked it. Yeah, I'm trying to work it out. Just keep working it out, you know. Yeah. Don't, but don't be afraid to like just be you. Yeah, you know? I'm scared of shit, man. I don't know what happened, but yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. But this is what can I tell you? Some people, this is just like equivalent to like when Shaquille O'Neal would say he can make all his free throws at practice, right? But he couldn't right. make them in the game, right? This is an example of that right now. This is just yeah, but a why has it got to be Shaquille O'Neal though? Because he can't shoot free throws. Okay, yeah, good point. All right. <laughs> This is like going into an audition room and not being ready. So that's what doing comedy for years and years and every night prepares you so when a situation comes, you can be yourself. So that's why you have to continue to keep doing this and keep doing it and keep doing it. So you don't ever have, you won't be in a situation where, you know, you're going to freeze up. Because you never know in this town. You never know. That is the truth. You know, somebody could just been back there and been like, you know what, I like how that guy did that. And next thing you know, you're, you're, you're off and running on something else or a better show. You never know. So you can't, you know, don't, squander your opportunities because of your nerves. That was a lesson I learned like right when I moved to LA. I, I was doing a, that Westwood Bruco open oh, mic. Oh, yeah. And I felt, because <laughs> I, I had moved from San Francisco where I had moved beyond open mics. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm too, I'm too oh, good. Oh, you thought you did. I thought I did, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then I moved here. Nobody gave a fuck about what I was doing in San Francisco. So I needed stage time. So I did this thing. And this guy came up to me and I felt like my ego was like, I'm too, I shouldn't be. And then this dude came up to me from a management company at mm-hmm. this open mic. And I, it was like this, this illustration of what L.A. is. It's like, yeah, okay. Even at this stupid open mic, at any moment there could be somebody who I need. Who my, first, my first TV credit uh, ever doing this Showtime thing. But anyway, Darren Carter, you guys know Darren Carter, the party starter. He uh, called me and said, yo, can you come to this, it, this show with me? And it was like deep in the, uh, the Mexican hood. It was like the, somebody had gotten shot there a month before. It was like the worst place. But he wanted me to ride with him so he can go into carpool lane. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I went and I got on the show. And a- Alex Ramundo, who was one of the Latin kings of comedy, yeah. he was on that show. And he was about to film something for Showtime. So I go. And he happened to be going after me. So that everything came into place. But. You know, needless to say, he was like, yo, you should come do this thing. And then I got this TV credit from being at some, like, shitty show. Like, right. sh- like we're right now, and this is what I'm trying to point out to all you motherfuckers. You're actually at the world-famous comedy store. Like, you're literally at a place where dreams have been made. And if you're going to come up at any time and be on stage, just think about that. Try to do your best, regardless if it's an open mic or whatever it is. That's funny. You, yeah, you could you could have been at home being too good for going to that show. Exactly. <laughs> Nothing right. happening. I could have been. And then that led to other things. So I'm saying you never know. It's true. You got to bring it. All right. All right. Jonathan Tumblins on Twitter at T. 
So you should like for so for you listeners out there, you could tweet at Jonathan. Uh, what were we just talking about? I don't know. Oh, about Ten doing your best ahead. on stage and knowing oh, yeah. that there are people, there are eyes everywhere. Oh, totally. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Never. Also, one other thing too. There's a really big manager, Rick Messina. You guys know who Rick Messina is? Well, you wouldn't know, but he manages Tim Allen and he used to manage Drew Carey. Those are the only two clients he had for like 25 years. Um, major clients. But anyway, he t- I, I, I was showcasing for him one time, and he said something very interesting to me. He said, you know, I didn't want to – because I was at the Laugh Factory, and it was a packed crowd. And he said to me, you know, I want to see you at a bad show. He was like, I want to see how you deal with – that environment, like 10 people, and maybe it's not going well, because that shows my real personality. So, like, again, no matter where you are, try to be you as much as you can, because that also shows something to casting directors or somebody in a crowd, because you all have big aspirations, so you're just not putting in the proper work. Yeah. Bam. I saw a comic ru- run out of a show, because he did not like the audience, he didn't like the situation yeah. so much, he just, it's like, I'm done, and he just walked right out the front door. If there was anybody that was there... In the, they would have been like, what the fuck just happened? You never know. He just watched somebody quit. <laughs> yeah. Something that he right, signed another up name. for. Another name. Mm-mm. This is fun. Yeah. John Mitchell. I think it's fun. <laughs> Wait, does that mean you're not having fun? What the hell? What was that supposed to mean? Was that sarcastic? This no, is fun? A, I just like, why was he asking me that? No, I mean, it was fun. You yeah. know what that means. John Mitchell, you just got blacklisted. Another person? Uh, there it is. kind of sucks. What's Uh-oh. it going to be? People don't like the racist night here at the... Uh, don't do it, dude. Blacklisted! Oh, wow. No. Oh, he dialed it way back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, wanted, I wanted whole faggot. Yeah, That's what yeah, I wanted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> some <laughs> reason, I'll bet you he, I bet you he was thinking about it, weren't you? Yeah. Just for the hell of it. That is correct. <laughs> That's good. What? Just uh, some... Uh, Oh, this guy, you know what? I just uh, hung out with him over the weekend. Uh, Very funny, uh, one-liner type of comic. Uh, His own very cool style. Put your hands together for my pal, Gabriel Killian, everybody. Gabriel. Killing it with Killian. Have you noticed how just about every time you're finally ready to kill yourself, you get hooked on a new TV show? Fucking Game of Thrones, man. HBO has already saved my life six times. I want to meet a McDonald's employee who does it for the pussy. (laughs) Whenever I see a girl driving a really small car, I think, compensating for a big vagina... Currently, the number one most viewed genre of porn on the internet is uh, Japanese anime porn. I don't get it, man. I mean, it's nowhere near as good as Puerto Rican anime porn. All right, thanks. <laughs> well, let me go first. Because no. I, I already like you. All new jokes. No, I could t- I did never say that. Let me just say <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, he I, just that lost it, me with that arrogance. No, that, that's, my, <laughs> that's my biggest pet peeve is when somebody's not doing as well as they want and they go, I tried to try the new shit tonight. I was like, all right, dude, we get it. You bombed. But, um, <laughs> but I already like you because I've seen you before. I think you're really funny. I, I, Thanks, man. I think you're energy. You know what you have that is very – and I could tell these were new jokes because I heard your other stuff. And, and, and I like the McDonald's joke a lot. But um, 
what would you have that's very rare? And I, I don't know that I have it. I don't know that any of us. Uh, may, I don't know. You are funny. Be, you are funny. Even beyond your joke, your energy on stage is ridiculous to me. Like you're so, like in a good way. Like thanks, man. That's a very rare quality. Like Felipe Esparza has it. Zach Galifianakis has it. Like there's certain people who just like they make me laugh just with their affect, and that's a big thing. That's very difficult. Uh, it's not even a thing you can cultivate. It's like a so. You, I think you're funny. I like your jokes. I, I, I like. I, I mean, I don't even know how to really categorize you. You're like a. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You're like. <laughs> You know, Hedberg, but who works at a car wash in Glendale or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, but anyway, I, I think you're funny. Thank you. Uh, some of the jokes were weaker than others, but I've seen you do well before. So, yeah. All right. Head. What do you got? Oh, I. I mean, I, I liked it. You know, yeah. I. I just, you know, if I had to give any tip, it would just be, uh, you know, like get it there and like own it initially. You know, like you kind of soft at first, and then you kind of like revved up. You know, I know it's only a minute, but it's like. But I like that you just came out there and it was like instantly like, this is who I am. I wish he hadn't have said one-liner and all that shit. Right, right. Because I was like prepared for that. So I wish he hadn't have said that and you would have just done that. It would have even had a bigger impact for me. But I like it. I think you should continue what you're doing. You On know that, what I, mean? I think that's a great point. Like there are a, a few comics in comedy that have your kind of energy, which is fucking zero. Like no, <laughs> like no energy. Yeah. Stephen Wright, Morgan Murphy, Todd Berry, all three of those people know how to fucking dial in immediately within that like super soft almost barely their energy and kill because they completely own it and it's difficult sometimes I could be like sand sort of slipping through your fingers like how do I be at a zero flat affect and still throttle a crowd so that, I think that's and the other thing about that is so you also got to know that like why are people laughing like why like some might say well it's the jokes and it's like in this case, it's it's like fifty fifty, right? Like you have to know that that like part of why people are laughing is your whole essence, your whole persona, and then the things you say are just really accenting that. It's just like a like a cherry for it. So you always got to remember, be aware of that. Like you, you know, and then when, however, if you're always gonna, did you always do that too? Do you not take the mic out of the mic stand? Is that something you always do? I take it off sometimes, but just a minute. So no, I, no, I'm just curious because that's like a I like that you know, as if like. You know, you're not really doing stand-up comedy, you know? So uh, when people keep the mic and you and you're just had your hand in your pocket and you're just kind of like speaking out about stuff, it's like a strong personality. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be like, you know, like that's still this equivalent. So, can you know, know that that's part of why people are laughing at you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember the first time, uh, first person I really saw when I first got a job here leave the mic in the mic stand was Al Madrigal. And I hadn't really seen it live that much. And he was blowing my mind in it because there's something about if you can leave it in the stand and kill the whole time. Caparillo does that. Jay London. And there's also a thing where you get a big laugh and your first big laugh that's when you grab the mic out of the mic stand. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. makes you look like a god. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just like, I knew this was going to happen. Let's Hello, continue. everybody. Just you know? <laughs> getting to work. Gabe, thank you so much. Thanks, Great guys. job. Gabriel Killian. It's on Twitter, at Gabriel Killian. So fun. What you well, I'm just saying, what I liked about him right now, he really had like an attitude. Like, yeah, I'm like, beyond these motherfuckers, you know. He, said he, he, he looked over at us like he should be sitting here with us, you know. Yeah. And I like that, you know, as long as you you know back it up with like follow through, you know. There's nothing wrong with a little hubris, right? A little. No one's been great in anything without having an ego. You're damn right. That's why. Uh, that's why. I no, you don't think so. I don't. I don't uh, all right. I, 
Mitch Hedberg didn't have an ego. I guarantee Mitch Hedberg had an oh, ego fuck on some yeah. Anybody that wants to no, be on are stage. Are you kidding me? Any human being that thinks it's a good idea to be on stage for an hour every night having a group of people listen to their thoughts has an ego. Yeah. They don't that doesn't mean they yeah. don't have bad self-esteem or they're not humble also, yeah. but they think they're the shit. You, they I, think I, what they have to say is worth listening to for an hour? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying like um, you know, sports is a good uh, analogy on life like how think, you know, those athletes like Michael Jordan, he was probably the greatest ever. He's probably the most horrible human being to be around. You just hear what people say because he was just like driven. He, you know, his Hall of Fame speech, he was like calling people out. I'm better than you. I was better than you. Well, he funny. had to be like that. That's why he was great. Mm-hmm. If you don't think you need to think like that, then it's the reason why most people don't make it. Right. You know, like there's no people that make it in this business. It doesn't mean they're a good person. I mean, it doesn't all lend itself to that. No, there's a little bit of like you're horrible sometimes. Some people are great people. Not all of them. You know, not all of them for but, sure. But this, I'm just saying we're damaged goods doing I, this kind I of see thing. What you're anyway, saying. I definitely think you have to believe that you can be one of the top comics in yeah. the world to even come close to it. If you're shooting to be in the you know, I think okay, story, in, quick in, story. In number two hundred, then you're probably not even going to come close. I stopped doing comedy for a long because I went to a class when I was like twenty two, and uh, my mom like went to. My mom was so excited for me to do this that so she went to a management class, and this big manager came to talk, and my mom convinced this guy to have a meeting with me. I've been doing comedy not even at all, okay, just like a, in, a, in a class doing some open mics or something. That was it. And I remember the guy, he said to me, what do you see yourself doing? And I said, well, you know, I want to be a working comic. And he said, he goes, okay, how do I make money off that? He was like, dream big. I want, you should have came in here and said, I want to be a millionaire, and I'll tone you down. And I always remembered that because it was like, yeah, I had small-time dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, I was sitting in a room like this, like with my notepad. I just, I didn't think... I didn't think big. I want to be a movie star. I want to be a television star. I want to travel the world. I want to, you know, th- think like that. Dream big. And then if you don't achieve it, the, the process of trying to achieve that, you're going you're gonna to accomplish great things. I think the problem in L.A. for me is that people are, pe- people are so, like, haters. And they're haters, right? But people are so worried about the minimal success of the person next to you. Like, I would get, like, a 12 o'clock spot in the OR, and I would see the list and go, the fuck is this? And there was always some bullshit comic standing next to me going, well, at least you have a spot. So you're telling me that this 12 o'clock spot in the OR, is that's your aspirations. <laughs> if that's your aspirations, get the fuck out of my face in this business. Boom. You- Powerful <laughs> Eric Griffin, everybody. <laughs> Wait, I want to I message. Yeah. All right, well, segregation, listen. There's, no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I, I call I, back. Oh, I should have said call back. <laughs> God damn it! No, I actually I, I agree, but you know I also think that uh, one of the best quotes I ever heard in comedy was "You're not in competition with anybody but yourself." Right, exactly. And I'm, yeah. that's it's, that's exactly what I mean. Like, don't worry about what someone else is doing. You know, it's hard to even talk about it with people. Like, I'm on this show. If you watch Workaholics, you know, so people see that and they go, "Oh my God, you're on Workaholics. That must be great." Listen, I'm seventh on the call sheet, and I'm not in every episode, so I strive for more. But I can't talk about that with some people because there'll be people going, well, God, you're on a show. Your life must be great. It's like, ugh, 
Get the fuck out of my face, you know? Right. You have simple dreams. Don't have simple dreams. Yeah, they're sim- these are simple-ass people with simple-ass dreams yeah. like getting on a, the number one show on Comedy Central in a regular role. Stupid simpleton. Here we go. No, it's a great thing. You should be... <laughs> I'm I, not saying it's not a great thing. I know, I but, appreciate but, it all the time. But I, what I'm I, saying is if I talk about wanting more, I get that. Nobody's... I'm not hating on you. I'm not <laughs> I'm that. Saying, I'm saying also it's important to always be grateful for what you've gotten. If I... Say, not, not, li- it's not, just not, like sports. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you two are out of control. Wait, 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 it's I'm just not, like sports. <laughs> no, wait, wait. It's just like sports. Wait, it's just if like... you win the it, first game, just you like go, sport. I won the game. It's now just, move on to the next week. <laughs> right. It's just like sports because I got the ball right now. It's my yeah, turn. Well, I stole it from you because you're not a strong offensive player. We absolutely have got to move on to our final portion of the show. We're running out of time. All right, we have, we have two regulars that go on at the end of every episode oh. since the beginning of the uh, beginning of the uh, show. Um, and uh, these two, I'll tell you a little story about when <laughs> I first. <laughs> these, two, these two comedians Call go up every back. single night. They're gonna they're gonna be doing extra fast. Uh, we're gonna only get to speak with them literally for about a minute. Tonight. Okay, but well, at least we learned all about talking, how chasing your dreams. <laughs> Listen, uh, now available, the Eric Griffin Chase Your Dreams calendar. Uh, You're taking away from their time. Put your hands together for... She dropped out of the University of Florida because she started comedy right here on Kill Tony, and she's been doing a new minute every week since. Put your hands together for Kimberly Congdon. New new minute. Hey, that was great, Brian. Thanks. Uh, Guys... This girl started following me on Instagram, okay? She started liking some of my pictures, and I was like, that's fine. She liked like 13 in a row, and I was like, let me check this bitch out. So I started following her. She sent me a DM, um, two pictures of her pussy. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks so much. Um, Which was like, fine, that's fine. I'm not gay, but I guess I'll like keep them. Um, And then she sent me a video, and I thought it was going to be something cool, but she was just uh, fucking her dog. This is a true story. She was fucking a Rottweiler. I, <laughs> I don't know if it makes a difference that it's a Rottweiler, but that's, like, manlier. Um, <laughs> she is. And, and they're, like, best friends. I started looking at their pictures, and they're, they're very close. And they, they hook up all the time, I guess. That's what she said to me. And I, I was mad at first, and then I tried to look at it from the dog's point of view. Like, she... Okay. What'd she do? Oh, no. I won't be able to sleep tonight. (laughs) (laughs) She just got trolled. That's all that happened. She walks him. She uh, picks up his shit. She blows him. I want to call the Humane Society, but I don't want to break his heart. Do you think it's a real person, really? Or just because, I mean, you have this. this It's so fucking real. How do you know? Because I investigate. I got so obsessed with it. Didn't I ask you the other day, and you said they only had, like, three posts? No, that was my Tinder date. Uh, (laughs) Boom. Everybody. Well, that's out there now. Hey, why would you uh, Tinder you date have three posts? You could follow I her on... I almost went on a fake one. You could follow her on Tinder. Um, <laughs> well, this one... Okay, hey, are we doing commentary? Yeah. I mean, I would say the same thing. It's like our discussion about saying faggot or saying the N-word on stage. There are certain topics that have so much, like, gut punch to them that they better be the best thing you've ever written. Right. And so to tell a story about a woman fucking a Rottweiler, like... I don't. I, I want you to swing for the fences on some level. I know you just wrote it this yeah. week, but I, I, I'm like, I'm still stuck on what Me the too. fuck are you talking about the whole time? I Not know. even, and that's nothing offensive uh, towards your writing. It's just like I'm still thinking about the woman fucking the Rottweiler. And I'll say, um, I like that you're like you got an attitude, you know. And I like also that you came and dressed like a girl, like you came like. 
Thanks. You know, you, you, because this is hard for female comics, you know, they all think they have to dress down and like look like a tomboy or something like that. If you keep a strong persona and like do it and still try to be attractive, I think you know, you'll be one of the few that can be able to pull it off. So, so stick Thanks. with it, you know what I mean? I'll take that. Don't you think? Uh, I mean, I don't, don't want to argue with you anymore. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Kim, great I, job. Kimberly Condon, everybody. <laughs> She's on was, Twitter at Kimberly Condon. <laughs> We'd spend more time with her, but we are running out of time, so I'm just going to bring up your final regular. Uh, always fun, always goofy. Uh, put your hands together for her. You know her from Kill Tony and Dysentery. It's Sarah Wineshank, everybody. Really? What's up? been realizing that my dad is a weird guy like he's just a weird guy he has no interests his only interests are law and music and that's it he works all day comes home and watches palladia for hours it's affecting everything he gives me the weirdest advice i called him today and i was like dad i need some advice and he said this baby it's a wild world it's hard to get by just on a smile I was like, Dad, are you quoting Cat Stevens to me and pawning that off as your own advice? He said, yeah, how'd you know? Like, because it's not the first time, Dad. He always quotes music, like classic music songs, like classic rock songs. Like when I got dumped, he was like, think about it like this. Would he turn his back on, your, on your, his best friend if he put you down? Would he sleep out in the rain for you? I was like, Dad, are you quoting when a man loves a woman? And he's like, yeah, how'd you know? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think you could start that where you you where you're 30 seconds in and you go. You, all you need is the my dad gives me advice. Yeah. Yeah. I right. just didn't know if I needed. You could be right into Cat Stevens be. and maybe even a more popular reference for the second one or something. Yeah, and I got two things. For the first is I wanted a second punchline on the second example. So I didn't want the same thing. Yeah, my dad says it all the time again. Right. Now I wanted it's why expected. because I don't know sub, I don't know what the joke is, but yeah, why? I, well, because you know I used to be in the in the Isley Brothers, or you know what I mean, or right. whatever, whatever. Or, yeah, like a cover band. All the time, maybe you get advice. You know, like what do I do about this, Dad? Uh, let me tell you a story well, about a city boy, born and raised yeah. in South <laughs> Detroit. You know, like blatantly yeah. Yeah, yeah, popular yeah, yeah. famous <laughs> songs. Yeah. Well, oh, what do you do, Dad? Take the midnight train. It goes on and on, or whatever it is. Yeah, you know? look, I was gonna say it, it turns into like music musical theater advice or something like practice like I feel like I'm in like a musical theater or definitely something. cut off what it's he a funny said premise. because it sounded like an inner monologue from the wonder years or something how you presented it with the, the, the very long beginning okay but, but what you were saying that'd be funny if it was like an incredibly vulgar <laughs> uh, hip hop song <laughs> right. like two live crew like pop that pussy or yeah, something like, like yeah. that like and you're Drake. like dad yeah. You know, are you quoting Two Live Crew? And he's like, no, I'm genuinely telling you to pop your pussy. I love you, my daughter, or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. Thank you so much, Sarah. Okay. We're out of time. That's Sarah Weinshank. Follow her on Twitter at Princess Shank, at Kimberly Congdon. Do you guys have anything coming out you want to promote? At Eric Griffin, at Moshe Kesher. That's good. Yeah, at Moshe Kesher, at Gr- Eric Griffin. MosheKesher.com. With the K, E-R-I-K, Griffin. Yeah, also with the K, K-A-S-H-E-R. Thank you guys so much. So fun. So glad to have you. Kenny Lyon did a great job as our Guatemalan Patriot. We'll be He's arguing in the hallway if you want no, to continue we'll be, to watch <laughs> us. We'll be hugging in the hallway. <laughs> Follow Kenny on Twitter at Kenneth it's Lyon. Like we are the world of comedy. One of our favorites. Come see us in San Diego or one of the many other fun places that we're going soon. Check out our calendars to see where we're going to be near you. Thank you so much, live audience. Have a great night.
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.